Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Shadow Rose. Up this week, we talk about Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish and Chris Rock is doing the most again. Let's go ahead and let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, man. I am sorry that I didn't drop an episode last week, man. I have been crazy busy. Um, been having a lot going on in my life, man. On top of that, the world has been crazy. Got a lot going on at work, man. So I was also having like um, technical difficulties with my equipment last week and I was having to record late. So unfortunately, I didn't really get that all figured out until like the next day. I guess I still could have squeezed out an episode, but I just wasn't feeling it. I'm human, y'all. I apologize. I know I was uh, supposed to be dropping an episode every two weeks, but unfortunately, with what's going on in my life, having a two year old, I mean, a three year old now and having a six month old, it's just a little too much for me to keep up with. So right now I'm just going back to doing one episode a week. This is coming out on Tuesday because I knew you niggas wasn't going to watch it uh, today. I'm recording it on Monday. I knew y'all niggas weren't going to watch it on Monday because it's the holidays. Y'all ain't going to work. Y'all ain't doing nothing. But I appreciate all the support and all the love. If it's your first time here, if you can go ahead and do me a favor, go ahead and turn on those likes, subscribe, and hit that notification button so that way you can get all these updates, you know what I'm saying? And so I can keep this thing flowing, keep it moving. Shout out to the uh, three subscribers that we gained this week, man. I appreciate it. I pre- appreciate all the love, all the people that watch every week. Tell me how the shows are going, you know what I'm saying? I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate that. Do me a favor, if y'all can start liking the uh, Stop the Foolishness videos as well, man, that will be muchly appreciated. Definitely get over there, man, because as y'all know, we keep it light, we keep it fun, and you know what I'm saying? We just have a good time, man. Make sure y'all checking those videos out as well. With that being said, though, um, up this week, man, it's going to be a little bit different than like kind of what I've been focusing on. I've been focusing a lot on the relationship and the human aspect of, of how I wanted the pod to go. But I decided to, um, since I did have the week off, kind of take a refresher, kind of look at the way that I've been doing things. And ultimately, at my core is I'm a person that likes to talk about a multitude of things, right? I feel like to a certain extent, I've kind of been limiting my creativity in ways in which that like I've been wanting to talk about stuff on a pod. And so I'm just going to open it up a little bit more, maybe bring in some of the aspects that I do with uh, Stop the Foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Not so much just uh, bringing like, you know, trying to make it funny or whatever. But um, we do talk about some serious things on there and uh, things that aren't necessarily. I kind of want this to be more about initially. I wanted to be very interview based, um, talking to people all the time about, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, relationships and uh, maybe some mental health things and like that. But I'm gonna open it up a little bit more, man. I'm gonna try to make it a little bit more. I don't really know what they call pods, you know what I'm saying, that are kind of like stop the foolishness and, and like uh, the read and all that. I refer to them as social commentary. So, you know, I'm kind of opening it up a lot more to a lot more social commentary, you know what I'm saying, just so that way I can get in some more content, be more well-rounded because there's other things that I want to talk about. It can't really bring it to stop the foolishness because, you know, it's, it's a little hard to get those dynamics in there. Um, so I'm going to start bringing that to this pod. Um, and that's, that's just kind of the way it's going to go. And we see see how it's going to work out. Um, I'm still trying to get some interviews set up because that, that's not going away. I definitely want to get with some people that like I know have been through certain life experiences. There's people that's been through divorce, um, other issues in life. You know, that's still part of the plan, still part of the dynamics that I want to have on the pod. But um, just open it up a little bit more. There's going to be some other things I'm going to be talking about. So with that being said, let's go ahead and let's get to our first topic here. Our first topic, uh, <laughs> these guys kind of need no introduction. You've seen them on a pod several times. I know I've done some clips on them before. I even gave these guys some credit the last time I decided to talk about them. But once again, they decided to come back on some goofy time. So with that being said, let me go ahead and roll this footage, man, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it. 
Let's go. I fucking love young women. <laughs> Between 21 and 25. 21? 21 and 25. You're 33. I'm 33 years old. It's been the best fucking experience. I think I know why. The best experience. Like, these women typically sure very is. malleable, right? Very, <laughs> very cooperative. Mm-hmm. Extremely cooperative, right? Kevin Samuels Jr. Exciting. No, listen, listen. For sure. No, no, let me tell you, because it just, I mean, I'm just being very honest about my experience. Like, they don't have many negative experiences. So they do truly give you grace. Okay. All right. So to to touch on the aspects that like I always try to give some credit to what people are trying to say. So just to go ahead and get that out the way before I like obliterate this song. It, I, I'm not gonna say obliterate, but I just have an opinion as to why he likes younger women. Um, there is some truth to the fact that like younger women tend to have had less negative experiences, right? Like the longer someone has been dating, the longer they have had time to form their own perceptions and their own ideas of, you know, the dating pool. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of broken women that, um, unfortunately have been through some really shitty relationships, whether or not that's on their own accord from choosing, um, terrible partners or on not on their own accord right because sometimes you know you can scout a player as much as you want you know what i'm saying you can put them through the paces you can watch as much film as you want to giving y'all a football reference here a sport reference um but once you put them on the field that's how you know they're gonna that's, you don't know how they're gonna play until you put them on the field all the scouting in the world doesn't help you out with that being said it's kind of like the same thing with dating right like you can do cross off all the t's dot all the i's do all your checkups all your pre-screens all that shit but at the end of the day you don't know how y'all are going to gel and you don't know how this person is really going to be until you spend enough time with them and you know you're, you're actually dating you know you become boyfriend or girlfriend i don't even know that's a thing anymore but you actually don't know how you're going to jive and how this person really is until like you know the 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 initial person that you're seeing wears off right because we're always on our best behavior in the beginning but eventually a person gets worse not to digress too much but to get back to the point here the thing is man is um men like younger women because younger women are or younger people in general they're easily more influenced you know what i'm saying like that's just the reality like i said he said that you know they've had less negative experiences so also you know they also don't know what to look for right because like I'm not saying he is right, but honestly, he could be the motherfucker that's full of shit that's getting ready to make change her into the person that she's eventually going to grow into. Right. Because when when people be when people tell me and I don't necessarily know, I don't listen to these guys. I don't know if they're even on like some whole trying to get married, trying to build a family, trying to find that wife type shit. I don't actually know if they're actually on that type of wavelength or not. But with that being said, though, I'm still on that mindset that like that's kind of the reason as to why, especially men like if over the age of like 30, 35, then that 30 to 35 range is kind of when men really start to feel like they kind of want to, you know, what I'm saying settle down and, you know, they're through like playing the field, you know, what I'm saying they're they're really looking for that partner. He's saying that like he loves dating younger women because he's had better experiences. Well, I mean, like, why are you dating them? Are you dating them to just have fun? Are you still in that phase of your life or are you or are you trying to marry them? It depends on like exactly what it is you're looking for. Now, this is the same dude because of both guys. He's the one that I find the goofiest uh, on their pod. But because he always says something that is just entirely <laughs> goofy. Um, I don't have another word. <laughs> he always says something that is just goofy and uh, kind of out of bounds. Or, you know, saying just to get the pot stirring, you know, saying just to get the shit going viral and, you know, to, to get the comments and the likes and the you know, all that shit, you know, the shit that they do in order to go viral, in which case, you know, it's a very good business format. I don't know if he believes it or not, but he seems like he does. Um, the thing is, is here, 
men like that like dating younger women because younger women are more easily influenced right they they can impose their will to a certain extent a lot of times um older men are much more financially successful you know what i'm saying then then obviously the younger women because you know you need time to build your portfolio and build and grind and to get to a stable point of view right and in this economy right like any nigga making over fifty thousand dollars is gonna seem rich to like someone that's between the ages of 21 and 25 because again like times is hard now right and they just he just always seems like the type of guy that like just leads with like this 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 mentality of you know what I'm saying like he wants to control everything he's the same one that said you know, if a woman has, you know what I'm saying, been super successful, has a career together, has everything, like nobody wants you. You know what I'm saying? Like, who would want you? You know, it's, it's, it's we talked about it a little bit on Stop the Foolishness as well. And it's funny that like I would see this clip today. Actually, I saw it last week and I kind of wanted to talk about it last week, but it had to make it into the pod this week. It's just funny that like he's always the one at like the root of all the, the, the ignorant shit. Because I mean, like he's pretty much the one that says all of that. The other guy, he seems to have a pretty good head on his shoulder. He'd be on some, you know, kind of goofy shit too but that other dude with the beard man like he's fully in the missing tooth he's fully like on some goofy time and i just don't understand it with all of that being said though he's usually the one that's always on the most goofy goofiness of of that shit but again man i'm not knocking him you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day to each his own right like if you have your you have your reasons for dating young women but it just seems very um Older women tend to have, they tend to be more opinionated. They tend to kind of know what they want. And all of these guys with like this whole alpha mantra, you know what I'm saying? They talk about how like, you know, ain't nobody going to tell them, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to be the man of the house and they're going to lead and like all this other shit. It really just seems like they just be kind of running away from like any obstacles that get in their way. And don't get me wrong. I can see that to a certain extent as well, right? Because you want peace at home. You want, but it just kind of seems like they don't ever want to work shit out. They want shit to just smooth, go smoothly work yourself completely out you know what i'm saying and if it doesn't then they 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 jump a ship and they run in the opposite direction and to be honest with you that's not really even how life is at every level of life you're gonna have obstacles and you're gonna have things that like you have to work out so it's like the, the this idea of just like shit is gonna always go your way you're not there you're gonna marry someone that's not gonna be opinionated like it just really feel like they just want to marry a mindless zombie slave who just does whatever in the hell they ask them to do you know what i'm saying and doesn't give them any pushback whatsoever and if you have any opinion or you care about anything other than what they have to say then essentially they're just going to jump ship and keep it moving you know what i'm saying because you're not marriage material and that's kind of the kevin samuels thing as well that's why she called him like a little mini kevin samuels but shout out to her for calling him out but um, again, you know, teach his own, man. I'm not gonna harp on it too much, but it just kind of seemed like these guys always just kind of just want to slave, man. I mean, it's really just no other way to really put it. All right, getting into this next one here, man. Um, this is actually one I saw, you know, saying a few weeks ago too. Um, that I kind of wanted to talk about. It's I, I find that it it's really important. We we discuss it here because it's like understand Nick Cannon and want to have kids and I've heard his perspective and I kind of get it to a certain extent but then again you know what I'm saying it's like how many kids can you have before it becomes an issue so this is Vivica Fox giving her opinion on it and I, I agree with most of what she's saying so let's let's run it I just I don't like it I, I mean you know y'all can be like well he got money to set in the third but the foundation of black families um especially a strong father figure is needed Mm -hmm. This isn't a good representation of it, in my opinion. You know, I'm going to go with you on this one. I think Nick Cannon's a great guy. I think he's successful. And um, the same, you know, we we go in on people like Future 
and not to say that he's the same, but it's just at the end of the day, there are a lot of, I, I don't know how he, with his soul busy and Nick Cannon has an empire. He has an empire. So do you have time for all these kids? I barely, today. I have to be there to take pictures and it's cute. And oh my God, I'm at the birthday party. You know, children deserve a father figure, especially young boys. They need positive fa father figures, especially African-American because they black. And um, just providing a check. I've seen so many people that in the past have dated like athletes and gotten child support. What if he gets hurt? Things happen. Yeah, I wish we get out of the, well, he has the money because it's way more than money. Um, exactly. Though he had, we didn't say it was just the money. We right. we totally said that he should have a relationship. Well, we said he should he should the relationship with his kids is most important. And let's be clear, if he had, if he was a man in the house with ten kids with the same woman. Okay, so I'm pretty sure where that lady uh, Selena Johnson, I think that was her name. I'm pretty sure where she was going was even if he had ten kids in the same house, he wouldn't have enough time with them. Um, here's the thing, man. If you ask most people where was the downfall in the black community. They will probably tell you that it, it really stems back to the 1994 crime bill, right? Or let's even tell you, let's even take it back a little further um, with the, you know, the crack academic, you know what I'm saying? That was like flooding into hoods and really decimated like black households and black families, you know what I'm saying? So the thing is, man, is like, but let's focus on, you know, saying the 1994 crime bill, right? So we know that black people were disproportionately affected by the 1994 crime bill. We were given longer sentences. We were given harsher sentences. Um, we were uh, disproportionately, since the dawning of time, have had, you know, been arrested more, twice as more likely, three times more likely, all that, you know, tenfold. You can go through the data. It all supports it stating that black people are more likely to get arrested, you know what I'm saying, get harsher sentences, and mostly men, right? So the men were taken out of the household. Unfortunately, they grew up with single families, that single household families where the father wasn't present, you know what I'm saying? We can even take it to certain things where like black father just wasn't there and wasn't present. Whatever you want to take into account, right? Like it's really that where if you were to ask most people where the black culture has failed the, failed the most, it would be in that category. With that being said, though, that's the same issue that we have with this whole Nick Cannon thing. It's the issue that I have an issue with anyone would have with any level of common sense here. He just has too many kids by too many different women. And this in this notion that it's OK or he's trying to make it seem like it's OK because he doesn't believe in having just one wife. He just, he wants to be fruitful and, you know, saying have a bunch of kids. That's all cool and dandy. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like being present is far more important than any amount of money that like you can put forth towards your child. Right. And being rich helps. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? You can pay for the best of educations. You can pay the, for the best of child care. Um, they'll never go a day without wanting anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Right. But the relationship that you have with your children is predicated off of the time that you spend with them. And that is the entire reason why most people even want to be rich. The whole purpose of getting rich, the whole purpose of like building an empire and becoming super successful is because you get back more time with the more money that you have. Like time is money. You hear that shit over and over and over again. And that's the entire reason as to why you you get you do what you do is to get more time to be able to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is even if Nick Cannon was a moderate level celebrity, right, who didn't have a multitude of facets of businesses and things like that, right? It would be extremely hard for him to be able to be in so many different households, spending enough time with each kid to give them a proper level and, and type of father figure that they would need. And you can make up all the excuses in the world that you want to try to justify it. 
and I'm not the type of person to go black. And, this is a black and white situation. He's being entirely reckless here and he's creating households that are going to be broken because these children will not have the time spent that they would want with their father. I don't give a damn about like, you know, saying the money. I don't care about different opinions. This ain't a gray area for me here. Like this is black or white. Like you are creating a multitude of households with different women, a multitude of households of multitude of children. And you're not going to be there to be the proper father figure that you should be. You're not like unless you give it all up, let somebody else run your entire empire and you literally spend every waking moment you have with each and every kid. That's the only way you can even come close to a fraction of the time that you actually need to spend with each and every one of these kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the how reckless he's being in the way he's acting as if like it's OK. And the women that are just like lining up to have a kid by Nick Cannon is just crazy to me. Like, has no one actually have none of these women actually sat down and thought about how their child is going to be affected by it? And I'm sure Nick Cannon is a great partner, you know what I'm saying? Or however this situation works with these women that he's having kids with. I'm sure he's an amazing partner. I'm sure Nick Cannon might also be an amazing person. I'm sure he's a loving person. But none of that matters if you're not able to take the time because there's going to come a moment as these kids get older. And maybe that's the thing, right? Because I don't know what his oldest kid is, but maybe like... He does have like a, a five year plan where he eventually gets out and he's just living off the fruits of his labor. You know what I'm saying? And like he's going to be that type of father. But as of right now, in the current standing and predicament and the way his career is going and, you know, what I'm saying everything that he's into, it's just impossible for me to imagine a scenario here where he's able to really be with these kids at the level that they need and give them the attention that they need. You know what I'm saying? With, with, without, you know, what I'm saying throwing it all away. You know what I'm saying? Throwing his entire career away, throwing everything that like he's been doing, everything that he's been building. I just can't see it. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully he does have a plan. Hopefully he is trying to find a way to really get the proper amount of time with these kids. Because as of right now, I just can't see it. And unless he takes a step way back, you know what I'm saying? And dedicates his entire life to being a father because you have a shit ton of households or you, you have a way to get all of these women in like one area where you can see all your kids, you know what I'm saying, within a week. I just can't see this working out, you know, and it's it's a it's a terrible situation because I really feel bad for the kids and eventually the mothers who eventually realized that this was a terrible idea. You know what I'm saying? Like it seems all good now, but really I, I to a certain extent to give it any type of credit, I guess 10 years from now we're really gonna see how this plays out because once these kids start becoming of agents where they can freely think and they wonder why they don't see their dad enough and like all this other shit. That's when this shit is really going to figure out, you know, saying like, oh, this was probably a bad idea. But as of right now, it's yet to be seen. Right. Because, again, I'm pretty sure that like all the money that's flowing in, these kids are just being taken care of financially. And it doesn't seem like it's a bad idea. But, you know, hey, we got 10 years to figure out if this was really the right thing or not. I'm going I'm taking the under on that. That's all I'm saying. All right, man. So here we go again with Chris Rock. You know, I recently on a podcast um, I'll stop the foolishness. Um, and actually, I mentioned it in during my conversation with Vince. How I thought that um, DJ Khaled was one of the corniest niggas ever born. Um, in that, in my top five, Chris Rock is there. I've personally speaking, I've never had an issue with Chris Rock. I thought he's made some pretty decent movies. You know what I'm saying? But I've never found him funny. You know what I'm saying? And he's always kind of said shit that I kind of thought was out of line and he should have been chin checked for. I don't really think that like the one with Will Smith, he should have been chin checked, but I get why Will Smith did it. Um, but with that being said, he's definitely said shit before that like motherfuckers should have been chin checked about. This one here, one wasn't even funny. 
two it didn't make sense and three it was just madly disrespectful and my issue again is when i talk about when i talk about shit like this is people in the entertainment industry or people consider themselves artistic or you know tend to think that like comedy should be okay to cross certain lines um my thing is is all like shit like this keeps happening because nobody really ever like hits these niggas in the fucking mouth you know what i'm saying and it's like i imagine this being my sister and he's saying some goofy shit like this Next time I see Chris Rock, I'm fading. You know what I'm saying? But to if you don't know, let me go ahead and read the line from it. So, um, yeah, he made a terrible joke uh, referencing Nicole Brown Simpson um, before she was murdered. So just to read the, the paragraph that matters, it says, Earlier this week, we told you that during a comedy set in Arizona over the weekend, the comedian and Fargo actor said he was approached to host the 2023 Oscars, but decided to turn it down, likening it to returning to a crime scene. Cool, right? That makes sense. The problem is uh, show attendees at the Arizona Financial Theater said that Rock then referenced the O.J. Simpson murder trial and said that coming back to the event would be like asking Nicole Brown Simpson to go back to the restaurant where she would where she left her eyeglasses before being killed. <sighs> My nigga, what are you talking about? Like, like, like dead ass. Like, what what are you talking about? Like, I right, first off, man, it's OK to crack whack jokes. Every now and then, them hoes are kind of stick, you know what I'm saying, to make a lame joke. Every now and then, they stick. Honestly, I've, I've heard dark humor jokes before, right, that they land and they become funny. Is is It's as fucked up as it is. I've chuckled at something and I ain't, you know. Um, but again, uh, at the end of the day, I always find them distasteful. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, I, I laugh, but then in the back of my head, I'm like, man, it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this one here just didn't even make fucking sense. I don't even know what the fuck. I don't know if Chris Rock was high. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, he was recently on tour or he went to a, a show, did a show with Kevin Hart and they brought a goat out and they gave it to him. I don't fucking know why, because this nigga isn't a goat in comedy. If anybody listed their top five comedians, like nobody's putting Chris Rock in that shit. Like nobody. So like, why would this nigga even be given a goat? I don't even know if he would make most people's top 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me and dead ass. Like if most people truly sat down and thought about the 10 funniest people that they would watch in a stand up. I don't think Chris Rock would make it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why this motherfucker was giving a goat. I don't understand why this motherfucker keeps being seen as like a comedic genius. Maybe he's like a writer for a lot of material that like I just don't know about. But for the to the end of time, I'll never understand why this nigga is like considered like a goat and he keeps crossing boundaries, he keeps crossing lines, and I just can't wait till one day where comedians finally get the chin checking that they deserve. But let's move on to our next person, shall we? Our next two people. Um to do do. So Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears are actually in a shit ton of trouble. Like uh, the video that I saw was sent to me by Homeboy. I go I go way in depth into this on Stop the Foolishness. So you're hearing this on Tuesday. You're gonna have to wait till tomorrow to really get a lot of my opinion on it. But essentially, man, they Tiffany Haddish had a friend. Just to break it down here real quick, she had a friend that she knew from like college or back in the day or whatever. Her and Ari Spears wanted to run some skits. Um, they they took the kids from the they they borrowed the kids from her friend used them in the skits the problem is is that they use the kids in some sexually explicit skits and the one in particular that i saw that i I hadn't even seen this article before my homeboy sent it to me even with just watching the first 30 40 seconds of it or whatever right i i paused that shit and asked him like what the fuck what are you sending me dog and he was all like oh you don't know about the lawsuit and then that's when he sent me the article about these niggas you know what i'm saying because without even knowing about this when i was watching the video i was all like bro i don't i don't what the fuck am i watching like i instantly was all like yo 
I don't even see why this would be funny. You know what I'm saying? So just to show you how fucking stupid the video was and how I get what they were going for, but it just didn't make sense. The funny thing is, is that the video was about watching who you leave your kids with. And the irony to this is, is that Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears, you know what I'm saying? Had the, the kids were left with them by the parent who really didn't stay to figure out, you know what I'm saying, exactly what type of kids they were going to be in. But Tiffany Haddish was up and coming by then. Aerie Spears, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's at least a C-list, B-list, if you, you know what I'm saying, are a fan of comedy and shit like that, and you know about like his impersonations. Um, he's a fairly popular person. So, you know, you, you feel like they're going to be in a skit. Hey, this is a, this might be my children's chance to, you know what I'm saying, blow up. Maybe she went to work. But again, this is why you always need to be mindful of who you leave your kids with. And I'm not even really too sure that she even knew Tiffany Haddish that well. Maybe she did, but she'd been ducking and dodging her for a minute because like this has been... Um, I think this is another lawsuit because I think they've been I think she filed a lawsuit even before this so in which case she's been ducking and dodging there for a minute but here is to uh, what Tiffany Haddish has spoken about the situation uh, she said I know people have a bunch of questions I get it I'm right there with you <laughs> the motherfucker you don't want to did the skits what do you mean you have a bunch of questions no you have a bunch of answers that we need to get from you because shit ain't adding up it says uh, unfortunately because there's an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny. It wasn't like nothing about it was funny. They did nothing funny in the skit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about this situation as soon as I can. <sighs> Here's my issue, man. A lot of times, man, it just sucks because you... To, to a certain extent, you know, it would seem it would seem like she is taking ownership and some responsibility for it. But she's really not, because, again, the plaintiff, you know, saying, well, now it was a 14. One of the skits, another skit. Um, I didn't I didn't watch that one. Um, it actually is, is two children by the woman. The actual plaintiff in the case is the who was then the young girl who was 14 years old at the time. It's actually her. And she has a brother in it. She, you know what I'm saying? Those were actually the the friends, kids, you know what I'm saying? Like she knew them, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's my issue with this entire situation, right? Like it seems like she's taking accountability for it, but she's not really taking accountability for it because again, you're just saying, I'm sorry that I agreed to act in it. So you have no creative control at all. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I don't, I didn't even check the timestamp on when the video was recorded or whatever. So maybe it was like really when Tiffany Haddish was like up, up and coming, you know, because right now she probably has to say so in the skits and the kind of things that she wants to do. Maybe at the time, you know, saying she was still up and coming and, you know, she had to listen to directors and producers. I don't fucking know. But like it was, it was like a three minute skit. So like when we're talking maybe a five, six man crew, you know what I'm saying? It was clearly a Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears like thing that's my point here right like it's not like some big name producer or big name director came and got them you ain't talking about like a 30 minute episode or an hour long hour and a half long movie you're talking about a three minute skit a skit that was probably produced by Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish so they had to say so to me in the creative control of this she can claim that like you know she agrees to act in it but I bet when we really get down to the nitty and gritty, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're probably going to figure out that, like, it was really solely her fault. She's really the person, not not solely her fault, but she had a lot more to do with this shit than what she's saying. My main issue is, is again, like, they they recorded the shit, they watched it, they edited it, watched the final cut of that, and decided, to like, yeah, this is good. We're going to put that out. Um, 
But again, this is a testament back to understanding that, yo, man, you got to watch who you leave your kids with. You know what I'm saying? All skin folk ain't your kin All skin folk ain't your, all skin folk ain't your kin folk. And people were really, you know what I'm saying, use and manipulate and, you know what I'm saying, like take advantage of your kindness, you know what I'm saying, for their own personal gain. And uh, whether or not they were being, I don't think they were being malicious, but they clearly, you know what I'm saying, had to have known that they were crossing some line. The one with the seven-year-old boy is really just out of line. It is incredibly, incredibly distasteful. It makes no sense that this is a part of, you know, saying any type of, um, <laughs> uh, you know, saying skid or or any type of thing like that. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know why they did it. But again, this goes back to what I've been talking about for a while now. What I was talking about on Stop the Foolishness. A lot of these comedians, you know, saying are kind of fucked up, you know, what I'm saying and to a certain extent, kind of their genius is that they're able to turn off things that like normal people would find offensive. And that's how they get the reactions. That's how they, you know, what I'm saying kind of become geniuses in their craft. Right. Because they might be willing to cross boundaries and do things that, you know, saying somebody else wouldn't. But at the same time, it's all like, yo, y'all need to know when to turn that shit back on. Because that gear that you're turning off, you know what I'm saying, in order to like do these certain things is going to get y'all niggas in trouble one day. And my thing is, is damn the fucking, damn the fucking, um, you know what I'm saying, lawsuit. Tiffany Haddish would have to be ducking and dodging me because I'm serving her hands the moment I see her. Every time I see her, especially the one with the little boy, man, that shit was just completely out of bounds. Even the way they filmed it, the positions they had him in, that shit was just disgusting, man. I don't know how they sat and watched that shit and said, yeah, that shit's funny. It's, it's just, it's it's all kinds of bad, man. Just It's just all around terrible. Okay, man, well, that's all that I have, man. Uh, I wanted this to be a lot shorter than this, you know what I'm saying? But as you know, your boy can get long-winded. Um, so if y'all can do me a favor, if you made it this far, go ahead, like, subscribe, and turn on the notifications. Uh, with that being said, though, man, I appreciate everybody showing up every week. Once again, we're going to get back to our regular schedule. I'm going to be dropping every Monday. No more Thursday episodes, you know what I'm saying, until... <laughs> uh, Talia grows up a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? She's a little bit more self-efficient, you know what I'm saying? I can really get on this. And hopefully, you know what I'm saying? I'm still doing this and, you know what I'm saying? More people listening. I got a lot of interviews and stuff like that. But I appreciate everyone that tunes in every single week, man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all the realest. Again, like, subscribe, turn on those notifications, man. It's been real. Till next time, it's your boy, Mr. Emperor Rose. We out.